Thanks for joining us on Sample Radio. Zach Milbank here, and with me today is a man celebrating his 150th Sample Statewide Super League game this Saturday against Nord, and that is Sturt Ford Mark Evans. Uh, Evo, congratulations on uh, reaching the rock milestone. Uh, what will it mean to you? Thanks, Zach. Thanks for, uh, for having me on the show, mate. Um, yeah, look, it, it means a lot, really. It's uh been a while. You don't sort of like to celebrate individual milestones um, as much as the team ones. It's it's certainly been a long time coming to mm. to get to, to 150. And you know there are times along the way where you sort of question, you know, whether you'll be able to achieve, you know, those individual milestones. But uh, I guess 150 is a, a good one to get. And I think we're seeing these days, particularly at Sandful level, to to clock up even 100 games is yeah. a pretty tough feat to to commit for the level of time that's required to get there. So. Yeah, look, very, very happy to get to 150 and, and hopefully we can um, can celebrate it with a win on Saturday. Yeah, you make some good points there. Uh, just um, off the top, uh, you started your league career with the Nord Footy Club, who ironically you play uh, in your 150th this week at Unley uh, all the way back in 2009. So, um, mm. yeah, you've been at it for well over a decade. Uh, do you sometimes have to pinch yourself to <laughs> sort of realise it's been that long? Yeah, no, they say that you're, uh, you know, when you talk to people that have retired, they say that your career is, you know, goes by in a flash. But I think back to that debut, it feels like a very, very long time ago. <laughs> but, um, yeah, look, I think the journey that you sort of, you know, you never know what's what's ahead in your in your footballing journey. And I'm, you know, pretty grateful for the opportunities that I had at Norwood. And, you know, I was lucky to be around a very, you know, when I debuted, a young and um, inexperienced team. So, you know, I was fortunate to get a, a taste of league footy pretty early on and and then what i found over the next you know three to five years was you know you need to commit and you need to um you know push yourself to to become a regular and consistent league footballer so as i said i got a good taste of it yeah. um and played a, a good you know had a good stint of league football there and um you know saw uh, i guess saw greater opportunities for myself at sturt and look i, I haven't really looked back since it's been it was a tough decision at the time because i had uh, you know a, a good set of um you know mates at the club and had spent all my junior football there but um you know took a took an opportunity to you know put myself first and um yeah forever grateful for for you know taking that opportunity that was um, put in front of me by Sturt and um yeah have absolutely loved the last seven or eight years with Sturt it's been, um yeah lots of uh, I mean highs and lows along on any journey but um yeah some some very memorable highs um from from the particularly the last sort of five years before we get to a couple of those, um, your debut with the Red Legs uh, all the way back in round 17 of 2009, uh, you had a win against South Adelaide and you managed to jag a goal. Do you remember much from the game? Uh, I remember little bits and pieces. I think, um, yeah, look, I, I remember getting the call up during the week and just being, you know, pretty, pretty pumped about it. I think I played a couple of twos games and um, Jared Cotton had taken over as caretaker coach um, from Trevor Hill, um, who'd been uh, moved on at that point through, I guess, an underperforming team. But I guess from the game itself, you know, I was, I was sort of running around on the wing uh, at that point in time where I sort of started my career. And um, just, you know, I think that's the age where you really just, you just focus on playing footy. You don't sort of think too much about structures and all that. You just think about, you know, trying to win your ball and, and play your role for the team. And, um, yeah, I think the... Kicking a goal in the third quarter was probably uh, the highlight. Just sort of, I think I got a handball received from Luke Jericho, maybe, or something like that, and, and managed to, to slot one through. And, yep. and all the boys get around you, obviously, when you 
thought your first goal, so it was a memorable day and obviously good to get a win in, in the debut. But as I said, it feels like an eternity ago now, mate. Yeah, no, you certainly would. And you ended up playing 60, uh, kicking or playing 41 games for the Red Legs and kicking 61 goals. And um, your breakdown of 150 also includes 108 games with uh, Sturt and 183 goals. So, did you ever think you'd become such a prolific goal kicker and that your role would change? Because you make an interesting point there. Um, a few probably wouldn't be able to cast their mind back so far to remember that uh, you really did start off as a genuine winger. Yeah, look, I think um, I probably always had a bit of goal kicking mouse, whether I was playing on the wing or, or through the midfield, resting up forward. I always like to, you know, get forward and. Mm. Um, you know, would sort of back myself in around goals to to um, to have a have a shot here and there, and and more often than not hit the scoreboard. But um, I think it was more due to the fact that um, sort of going through at Norwood, we had a very strong midfield um, and some very good good wingers. So I think um, you know I think it was Bass at the time, Nathan Bass, that sort of said, you know, we've got a lot of depth in the midfield and we might, you know, look at look at playing you forward. You know, you're a good set shot. You're a good mark for your size. And um, we think you can sort of play that um, half-forward role that works up and up and down the ground. And, um, and yeah, that, look, that's probably, I think it was 2012 where I really got a taste of that. And it only took me a few games to, in that role in the reserves to, to get my crack at league level. And, and that's kind of been the foundation of my game since. I'm... Mm had a bit, bit of a look on the wing again last year just to get a different look for the, the league team um, at Sturt. But, um, you know, sure enough, I found myself back in the forward line um, in the back half of the year. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. It was almost full circle last year, wasn't it? Because I noticed um, that you were pushing up higher and, and back on that old wing again. Um, but you've um, back under Marty Matner this year, you seem to have settled back inside 50. Yeah, look, I think it's my, you know, preferred role and, and my most suitable role. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. like, all along, I've said I'm always happy to sort of get up there and, and fill a role on the wing if needed. But, um, you know, Matt, Matt Crocker and Steve Fleming do it incredibly well. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, they're both very, very good two-way runners, mm-hmm. um, better than me, obviously. But um, I think what Nathan was looking at last year was the chance to have a more of an attacking winger. Okay. Um could possibly impact the scoreboard a little bit more than those two guys would. But, um, you know, I think with those two on the wing and myself up forward, definitely um, is, gives, our, gives our team the best look. Yeah. Favourite memory in your time with the double blues? Oh, we'd have to, without a doubt, the 16 flag was, um, was yeah, was the absolute pinnacle, I guess, for, for myself having been through, as I said, the journey of, of football. And, mm. you know, I probably was... Unfortunate or unlucky to miss out on on a couple of um, premierships at Norwood, and you know I guess you, you sort of make your own luck at the end of the day. And I took a risk to to change clubs and uh, in my second year at Sturt to to taste that success that I probably missed out on, and and you know craved so much was yeah was was incredible. So to get that first one was mm. was the you know the, the the most memorable moment, and then obviously to to back it up with a back-to-back flag the next year was yeah just icing on the cake to to really show that we weren't just doing it by fluke we were a, a very good team for a, for a period of time there what was your favorite memory from the game because it evolved nicely if you were a double blues fan didn't it because uh, you sort of weren't really expected to win but um, then you sort of 
really did crack things open in that last quarter and sort of midway through it uh, well and truly looked like you were over the line and there was a little bit of time to sort of um, celebrate and enjoy. Yeah, that's right. We really broke the game down. I think, you know, if you look back, I think that year we played the Eagles three times and I think we'd lost on all occasions. And I think in each of those games, we'd let them get a good start. So mm -hmm. we really focused on, you know, let's let's break even in the first quarter mm -hmm. um, and let's reassess from there. And, and we, we changed a few things subtly from, I think we played them a few weeks earlier in, in a semi um, and just sort of changed our look and um, some of the, I guess some of the methods that Marty put into place for that grand final day, you know, the boys executed perfectly. And um, while it was a pretty tough grind for three quarters, some really memorable moments in the last quarter were were, were Kirky's goal um, yeah. and also Johnny Greenslade's run run down the wing. So those were the kind of the ones where you go, yeah, we've done it here. And uh, the pressure sort of releases a little bit and you really just enjoy, enjoy every moment from, from then on in. So, yeah, yeah it was a, yeah, it was a, a great day that I'll remember forever. Indeed, and no doubt uh, that's what's driving you to stick around now and uh, keep playing um, uh, up to game 150 and beyond. Yeah, that's it. It's a, it's a great competition, the Sandful, and it's, you know, it is a challenge, um, not just with the football itself, but, you know, with balancing it with all of life's commitments. Mm. So, um, you know, it forces you to be really um, efficient with your time, you know, prioritise and, and balance things as, as best as you can. And, and really, you know, I, I find myself, I'm very, you know, fortunate and privileged to still be playing, uh, at, you know, at 29, which is not incredibly old, but, you know, sample speaking, it's um, it's getting to the end of, yeah. of you know, useful life. So, um, yeah, very um, fortunate to, to still be playing and have the support networks around me that allow me to do that. Just for the listeners' benefit, um Tell us what you do outside of uh, footy for a living. Uh, so I, I actually just took on a new role in January, uh, Zach. I started uh, at a renewable energy company called LMS Energy. Mm -hmm. So my role is the innovation development manager. So essentially looking at uh, ways for the business to grow and to, um, to I guess, enter new markets. So mm -hmm. our, our business is traditionally landfill gas capture and conversion. So all around Australia where there's landfills, we capture the gas that's emitted um, and convert that to renewable electricity. Um, so yeah, we've got sites around Australia and New Zealand um, and my role is essentially to figure out how we can best use the gas or the electricity um, to, I guess, drive the business and, and get the best outcomes for the business. Yeah, very interesting. Um, so um, yeah, it's, it's a new challenge for me after yeah. you know, six years of management consulting, but mm -hmm. um, definitely enjoying it so far. Good stuff, and, and outside of uh, your work time, you've still got a little bit of time to sneak in uh, playing some uh, music, um, just in light of the, the old B-sharp still going around. Yeah, B-sharps are still going strong. We uh, had a little bit of a hiatus due to uh, the COVID mm -hmm. um, pandemic. Obviously, not many weddings and parties at yeah. that uh, during that time, but uh, we're finding that uh, business is really starting to pick up. So we, we, we played a few gigs. Uh, over the past couple of months, and uh, yeah, next summer's looking a little bit uh, too busy for my liking. But the boys, um, so the guys I'm, I met, you know, we all met uh, and played footy together at Norwood. Mm -hmm. um, so that's sort of you know a really good thing that happened during our time there. We sort of formed this little band and um, sort of snowballed from there. And the guys are all playing um, out at Paynham under Jace Bode okay. now. But right. um, but uh, yeah, no, we we're still you know best of mates playing music together which is just another nice little outlet from, from work and from footy, which is um, just a bit of fun. What's your role in the band? 
I play lead guitar and uh, backup vocals. The boys, um, I, I sneak the backup vocals in there, Zach. They tend to have, have my microphone down pretty quiet, I think. Right. But um, So I really have to scream out to get any kind of look in. <laughs> very good. I'm sure you do a wonderful job, Evo. So. <laughs> well, uh, thank you very much for your time on Sanford Radio. I do appreciate that. And, um, yeah, wishing you all the best for your... 150th statewide Super League game, which uh, will be against the Nord Footy Club at Unley Oval on Saturday. All the best for it ever. Thanks, Zach. Looking forward to it, mate. And thanks for uh, everything you do, pumping, uh, putting out a good word for the Sandville.